Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, y'all? It's December 24th. By now, if you waited a while, you might not have gotten what you wanted for Christmas. So how about you head over to tpublic.com slash nerdificent and use the code nerdtreat30 because from December 25th to the 30th, you have 30% off so you can get all that nerdificent gear that you want. So that's nerdtreat30 at the checkout. You can even use that across the whole website. Feel free to use it, buy as much stuff as you want. And, you know, just treat yourself. Hello, hello. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. And it's only me in the studio because we're doing something special. So Danny's very busy and getting ready to travel. And, you know, it's down to the wire here. So there's no guests. It's just me and you talking to your ear and not only is the year ending this year but so is the decade so i wanted to take a big look back at the best and nerdiest of this decade and really break it down with y'all so this one's going to be a real fun one i mean but you know to keep tradition going what i'm nerding out about this week just the end of not only the decade but the star wars trilogy at this point i uh, the, the newest trilogy. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to see what's in store there. But I will say, you know, whether you loved it or hate it, at least it's over. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, without further ado, speaking of sci-fi, I want to kick off the first thing. Actually, I'm going to shelve that because I part of me wanted to go in chronological order, but we're jumping around. And of course, the first thing I want to talk about that came out this decade that I was super excited about was on July 5th of 2015, Dragon Ball came back with Dragon Ball Super. So, of course, we had the movie that came out before that, but the season officially started in July 5th of 2015. It was off to a rocky start. People weren't feeling the animation, but soon enough, it kicked off. People loved it. And before you know it, we were going into super dope arcs, ending with the last battle of the uh, the last arc where we met Jiren and everyone's just freaking out. And then we were like, psych, we, we're, we're not doing anymore for a bit. We're going to give you the Broly movie, which came out on November 14 of 2018 and was just left you hungering for more. So hopefully in 2020, we'll get some more Dragon Ball Super. But I will say that was probably the biggest thing. The first thing I thought about when doing this episode was Dragon Ball Super, because that was the wildest moment. We thought we were done when Z happened and Super came back and blew us away. Of course, there was GT after Z. I don't want to fully erase it, but... Y'all, y'all saw GT, <laughs> but after that, I do want to talk about kicking off this decade, which you may, it seems so long ago now that I'm like, kind of like looking at it, but on January 26th of 2010, 
kicking off the year, BioWare went ahead and dropped Mass Effect 2. Now, this is this this was like the second installment of Mass Effect would, would end up being a trilogy, but this was the game that kind of, I think, solidified Mass Effect as the best sci-fi experience. Mass Effect 1 was a good time. I didn't come in until 2. Actually, no, that's that's not true. I actually did play 1 before 2 because I remember liking that there weren't any Mako missions. Uh, and if you don't know what the Mako is, it was a kind of like a, a driving mission on the planet and it was bad. And <laughs> some people like it. Most people hate it. But Mass Effect 2 came out continuing the story of Commander Shepard and creating more options to have sex with more aliens and eventually leading into the third one, which will not make the list. I enjoyed it. But it did have a huge hiccup. Not The ending was so bad for Mass Effect 3 that they had to release a DLC where they did a different ending, which wasn't that different. I was fine with it, but, you know, I was I don't think I was ready for the Shepard story to end. But it did end in a neat way that I liked. Most people did not. <laughs> but that was a that was truly a, a good time. But 2010 wasn't wasn't just about that RPG. 2010 also brought us Red Dead Redemption, which was released in May 18th of 2010. So Red Dead Redemption was the spiritual successor to Rockstar's Red Dead Revolver, which was a Western game that kind of came and went. But Red Dead Redemption was a moment. Red Dead Redemption was when Rockstar, I think, fully settled in and made a huge cinematic experience. And I think that's what's cool about it coming out the same year as Mass Effect 2, because Mass Effect 2... I often at the time said it was the best sci-fi TV series slash movie that I've ever played. And these are two games that were cinematic and true to the genre. And Red Dead Redemption truly had you following uh, James Marston down his path to outlawdom and him trying to move past his past. But as we all know, in the Wild West, your past always catches up to you. It received rave reviews across the board and then led to some really cool DLC that came out. It won Game of the Year from VGX and uh, Best Original Score, Best Song in a Game, and Best Original Game. And I remember Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption, I keep trying to say Revolver, I had the soundtrack for it. That's how into it I was, is the soundtrack was Fire, and it was by Jose Gonzalez, if I remember correctly. I was just looking at it. Um, yeah, Jose Gonzalez, he ha- he won best song, but it was a beautiful soundtrack that complemented the uh, truly cinematic experience in video games. And I truly, 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 uh, if you haven't played it one or two, I definitely would suggest you go check it out. This one's going to be a more personal one because I think across the board, not everyone was as big of a fan of this as I, as I was in 2010. Halo Reach was released. It was a prequel to the Halo series that uh, kind of showed the invasion that led to complete decimation. And it's my favorite type of story trope where you start off. It's kind of like Rogue One, where you start off and you know these heroes won't make it, but you want to see how they go out. And it do it was uh, truly um, a. F- beautiful experience i don't want to say cinematic again even though it was i feel like i'm saying uh cinematic too many times but it was a beautiful experience that i truly truly uh hope everyone gets a chance to play now that master chief collection is out on pc now let's talk about some movies here in 2010 we had the release of kick-ass which whoo the comic was fire and so was the movie the movie i think really tightened up some parts of the comic that you know just weren't i guess you could say kosher and i think now the movie doesn't hold up as well but i truly did enjoy it and i think that was a big moment for superhero movies because it also kind of invited the idea of superhero movies outside of the now successful mcu formula uh i gotta put some respect on scott pilgrim's name because that also came out in uh 2010 which was truly a uh, fun movie, and the comic is super fun. If you haven't checked it out yet, might I suggest you do it. 2011 was a big year. I was talking about the MCU, and I think this was the, the one that solidified the formula. Because on July 19th of 2011, we had Captain America, the first Avenger. Good old Chris Evans stepping up to the plate. And solidifying himself as Steve Rogers. I mean, he had the body, he had the 
these I mean, he really I this was the watching Captain America was truly the first time I I knew it was going to work because Captain America was a tricky character to do because he's very much like Superman in the sense that he's corny. He's easy. He wants the best in people. But if you can get someone who can get you to believe in that, who can get you to believe in justice, faith, and not be jaded about it, then you have your Steve Rogers. And I think Chris Evans nailed that. And, you know, in this, you know, it's good to revisit it because, you know, he, he ends the mantle this decade, you know, as, as we got to the end of uh, Endgame. But, this was his first foray, and that was in 2011. Also in 2011, we got Thor, which honestly, I'm not. It was great, but it's it doesn't hold a candle for me. Um, but if we want to talk about things that really stunk, then I'm definitely going to have to say uh, Green Lantern also came out in 2011. However, I will give a shout out because I'll always put respect on the Fast series name. Fast Five also came out in 2011, which really was the one that kind of revitalized the series. And I got to say, truly, it deserves to be on this list. I mean, it's not necessarily the most quote unquote nerdy thing, but I feel like the Fast series is truly turning into a superhero universe when you're watching kind of the way that... The movies are going so truly, uh, truly. I'm gonna hold a point. I'm gonna say it's nerdy, and I think you can be nerdy about it. So, yeah, Fast Five, 2011. So, in the world of video games, 2011 led to the release of Dark Souls, which <sighs> Dark Souls has solidified its place as the super tryhard. If you're really serious about gaming. It's created its own genre, which is now referred to as a Souls type, which is adventure games that require tight controls, quick reflexes, and is completely unforgiven. And without Dark Souls coming into the foray, the sequel to um, Demon Souls, uh, we wouldn't have our Sekidos. We honestly wouldn't even have Jedi Fallen Order because Jedi Jedi Fa- Jedi Fallen Order borrows a lot of things from the Souls type genre. So shout out to Dark Souls in 2011 unknowingly creating a whole new genre of video games and really blown onto the scene in a exciting way. Also, we had another Bioware hit in 2011 with Dragon Age 2. Dragon Age 2 was the second installment of the Dragon Age series and still going good. I mean, this was, well, if you know where Dragon Age kind of ended up, even though I am a fan of Inquisition, even though it was critically kind of panned, uh, Dragon Age 2 really elevated the series in a big way, beautiful story in the same way that they were telling this artful sci-fi masterpiece. They were doing the same thing with dragon age in a fantasy setting. And I truly put so many hours in this game. And if you have origin, you should pick it up and give it another replay because it was, I I think it definitely was one of the breakout games of that year. But speaking of finishing trilogies and so on and so forth in 2011 we did have the end of Gears of War 3 which fin- which was the final chapter of that first trilogy we finally found out what happened with Dom and his wife and we saw it was kind of a heartbreaking end to that but it was a it was a beautiful game and if you're a Gears fan you really enjoyed it if you weren't you didn't <laughs> i mean i feel like gears are hit and miss for people but i did enjoy the trilogy i thought it was phenomenal and gears 3 definitely is going to be up there for me as far as game releases also i do want to shout out some smaller games that came out in 2011 which was bastion which is a artful indie game uh, it, it truly, if you haven't played Bastion, it still holds up. You can pick it up. It was uh, developed by Supergiant Games, uh, released on uh, July 20th. And it was uh, it's kind of like a fantasy floating themed environment where you're kind of like doing like light platformer work. And I mean, the art of this game is just truly gorgeous. It almost uh, it's, it's right up there with um, it reminded me of Braid a lot which was a puzzle uh, platformer that kind of used a lot of um, beautiful backgrounds and such. So if we move forward into 2012, we can finally start talking about games like Dishonored, which was truly so fun. I I found Dishonored pretty late in the game, and Dishonored was a game that you could completed any way that you wanted. It it follows, you know, it kind of has the steampunky, you know, vibe. It's by Bethesda. 
and you can either be stealthy and and like totally go through the game without k- killing anybody doing non-lethal takedowns or you can do kills and based on how you do it uh it it changes the ending. So you're following the story of Corvo Atano, who was a bodyguard of the Empress and who was framed for the Empress's murder. And now with the exchange of power in the fictional city of Dunwall, it forces him to fight his way to uh, redeem his name and, you know, restore the rightful power into uh, the rightful heir into power, I guess is what I meant to say. And then of course, uh, in 2012 is where we have the, Mass Effect 3, but, you know, like I said, um, not wasn't the biggest fan of, of that. I mean, I was, I guess what I'm trying to say is everyone wasn't the biggest fan, but I was a huge fan of it. I hope, uh, you know, let me know. Were you a fan of Mass Effect 3? Yes or no? I know we got a lot of Mass Effect heads in the nerd fam, so just let me know. In this year, Blizzard's in uh, kind of weird hot water due to the kind of issues that it's kind of having with its support of certain regimes. but. In 2012, Blizzard released Diablo 3. And this was interesting because as someone who loves Diablo 3, didn't really play the prior Diablos, this one was one that, you know, kind of was hit or miss. For some fans, they did not like how different it was. For me, I fell in love with the game and just played through it. And then it only got better as time went on because eventually it led to having its season system and really just pushing the game, I think, to new heights and the longevity of that game just kind of being able to live on definitely got a shout out in 2012 counter-strike global offense launched uh i mean before this people were playing counter-strike source before that 1.5 but global offense is the newest iteration of counter-strike and kind of the the kind of platform that a lot of esports uh used you know the esl has been uh the Counter-Strike Go League is still alive and well, and I'm still a uh, Fanatics fan, you know, even though they've they've kind of fell off. But back when I was watching, seriously, Fanatics, we, you know, we, we were great. So in 2012 was a very big moment for movies because 2012 is when we got the first Avengers. This was when it all galvanized. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. This is what built that strong MCU foundation and what we would eventually revisit to see how many Easter eggs we can pull out and reuse from this moment. But Avengers comes out. It's a smash hit, a a home run. And I, I wish I can forget the feelings I felt (laughs) up until now, just to witness Avengers for the first time again, because I remember being so blown to blown away because I didn't think it was possible yet. They pulled it off. Little did I know, in about six more years, they're going to blow my mind yet again. But Avengers, solid point. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do a quick shout out in 2012 to The Hobbit, even though, you know, I'm not the biggest Tolkien fan. You know, I, I, I dabble, but not the biggest Tolkien fan. But The Hobbit did drop and people were messing with that. So 2013 movies were were interesting because 2013 is when we got Man of Steel. 2013 was when we got Iron Man 3. So <laughs> as far as like nerdy movies, uh, you know, it was uh it was uh it was rough. We had The Wolverine. Um yeah, it was a uh, it was a rough year for movies. I will say the GI Joe movie was pretty solid. And of course, wow, yeah. 2013 was a rough part of the nerddom and decade because you have <laughs> buckle up man of steel iron man three thor dark world <laughs> you know these were all kind of movies the wolverine that the nerd community just weren't really rocking with and um and those all came out in 2000 uh even like kick-ass 2 wasn't as exciting as kick-ass 1 for me so it it truly truly seemed kind of bleak, but then we had bright spots like movies like uh, Snowpiercer, which came out and was pretty dang solid. And uh, <laughs> and that was pretty much the breakout for me that year. But it, it truly, it was, uh, <laughs> it was rough. Hansel and Gretel, 2013 in, in, in movies, it was something we're going to look back and be like, yep. That was a thing that happened. Oof. 
However, in video games, it was a breakout year because in 2013 was when we got Grand Theft Auto V, which was a phenomenal, I can't speak highly enough about how much Grand Theft Auto V raised the bar. Not only does it introduce three main characters, one of them being black, which was, you know, we haven't seen a black protagonist since San Andreas. I will say Nico Bellic was fun. I really did enjoy the story of four, but being able to play a black, you know, character in a Grand Theft Auto is something that I enjoy. Uh, Maybe with uh, six, we'll get some women in there, but five you know we're following three protagonists it's a beautiful story about three uh three people in crime at in different points of their crime career so you have franklin who's kind of like a newbie to the game he wants to get involved in big crime stuff but you know he's uh he's 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 just trying to figure his way then you have michael who's like old school he's in witness protection knows the game like the back of his hand but he's trying to stay out of it and then we introduce later into the game uh trevor who's this wild card who just really is is just you can't you can't figure out what he's up to so much so that even when you switch to his character in the game you'll end up in random places sometimes on an island way off from the city (laughs) trying to figure out where you're gonna go and grand theft auto 5 also introduced the uh grand theft auto online which is still going strong till this day. This was released in 2013, and it's still going strong right now. And Grand Theft Auto, and Grand Theft Auto 5, because you know they it eventually launched like the RP community. So you have GTA RP, and like I said, once you put GTA on PC, all the mods give longevity to the game. So even if you wanted to buy it, buy the game now, you'd still have a community to play with online. Another game that came out in 2013. One that's interesting to talk about now because we're going to get the next installment very soon was The Last of Us. Naughty Dog came through and gave us just the most phenomenal video game experience with The Last of Us. And uh, it truly um, it, it it follows, you know, uh, two two uh, two main characters, uh, Ellie being escorted by Joel, a smuggler who uh, who who uh, has taken in Ellie and the it's it, Joel, you know, early in the game loses his own daughter. So it kind of leads to this father daughter relationship. And it just if you haven't played it, definitely pick it up now so you can be ready when part two comes out, which is currently scheduled to come out in uh, 2020. So just just check out last of us it's truly a piece a work of art and then we also had bioshock infinite which i truly enjoyed it was a very interesting take on the bioshock franchise and the ending really you know some people like felt some type of way about it i actually truly loved it because it took something that kind of uh was a constant in in the in the series and flipped it on its head so uh, definitely, 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 please uh, check out Bioshock Infinite as well. But if you had to choose between that and Last of Us, go, of course, Last of Us. Uh, and we also have the Stanley Parable, which was an indie game. That is another game that plays with the format of video games. Check that out. We had the drop of Dota 2, which, you know, if you listen to our MOBA episode, you heard a uh, uh, me, Danny, and producer Dan talking about that. And Injustice, Gods Among Us, which actually was a solid fighting game. Uh, the community couldn't really, the fighting game community really couldn't build off of it. That was a fighting game that Sonic Fox was actually dominating in, but the community just wasn't there, so it kind of fell off. Also, I want to shout out Warframe, a free-to-play game that came out in 2013. Probably one of the best free-to-play games uh ever just that period point blank we're gonna go through the rest of the decade but right now we just need to take a quick break so why don't you just uh go grab a glass of water i'll see you in a bit this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And we're back. How do you doing, everyone? How's it going? It's your boy, Ify Wadiwe. And we're going through the best of the decade. And we've been going through the best things in nerddom. And we've been primarily talking about uh, video games and movies. So I'm probably going to have to go back towards the end of this to really talk about stuff that happened on TV as well. But but that's going to be more hopscotch uh, hopping around. 2014 released one of my favorite game franchises. At the time, it was rocky, but eventually it came around to be a solid game, which was Destiny. Uh, Destiny dropped, and it, and it, you know, like I said, it's it was kind of rocky year one, and then, uh, but the excitement was there. It kind of fell off, and then year two, when Taken King was released, everyone was hyped about the game. It was great, and then uh, we ran into Destiny two, and it seemed like it was the same uh, kind of issues. But you know. It be like that sometimes. Truly a good time. But 2014, I definitely got a shout out Titanfall. Titanfall is a solid. If you like mechs and you like shooters, Titanfall was that franchise. But Titanfall was one of those franchises that were that was plagued with like being smushed between too many games. And it kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, Actually, Titanfall one actually, I think, had a good push, but it just really kind of had trouble finding its footing, but it had a strong community that wrote it out. And I think truly is one of the most innovative games that have, that came out because it really did kind of take shooters and kind of want to go in a different direction with them. And then of course, in 2014, we also got divinity original sin, which is probably one of the most solid RPG franchises out. Uh, it's good, and if if we want to talk about solid RPG franchises, I'm also going to give a shout out to Banner Saga, which also came out in 2014. Good times all around. As far as movies go, we had this was this was we were back to the hits because we had Lego Movie come out, which was phenomenal. Captain America: Winter Soldier, which is on a lot of people's lists as the best uh, Captain America. They they really like that. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. 
which which was great. So you had Captain America Winter Soldier and Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy coming out, truly dominating the year as probably some of the most talked about movies. I mean, Winter Soldier reintroducing Bucky it, it was so fun and got all the hubbub excited because we knew that Bucky eventually becomes Cap in the comics. And we'll get to more on that later. But it was uh, truly an exciting time for movies, which led us to 2015. And, you know, 2015, there were lots of, you know, I could I could talk about some some good. Like we said, we had, you know, um, Dragon Ball, Super Broly. But the breakout film of uh, I mean, in 2015, we had Dragon Ball Super coming back out. The breakout film of that year was Mad Max Fury Road, a movie that I saw in the theaters probably three times. It was so solid. And it was interesting because in the world of all these different, you know, uh, reboots and what have you, you know, we had Jurassic World come out and it really didn't hit like it wanted to. I feel like Mad Max Fury Road nailed it, like just top to bottom. And then peppered throughout the year, we have things like Ant-Man coming through. And then we had the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, which eh, some people felt some type of way. And then we had Creed as well, which this is very important because I feel like Creed was the movie because we already had Fruitvale Station. But Creed was the movie that solidified Coogler as just a undefeated director. And that, I feel like, is what led to him being the director of choice for Black Panther. So very great, super exciting, good year, you know, and just reminder, we're, we're going through the best of nerdy things. So just, I know you might be listening to this. What, why aren't you talking about this movie and this movie? I'm talking about the nerdy stuff. You know, there, there have been great movies besides that, but I'm, I'm sticking to the nerdy things. But in 2015 and video games was very important too, because we had H1Z1 release their battle royale which would be the thing that leads to both player unknown battlegrounds and Fortnite. This is this is this is the beginning. It's very buggy at this time. It's not really popping off like that, but H1Z1 did release and it becomes it's going to be it's it's going to be something new uh to watch out for when you when it gets uh when it gets polished. But the other games we also had that year was Fallout 4, which I truly enjoyed, but who oh boy, I think the game of the year that kind of took over in 2015 has to be The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. This was uh, the third entry, third and I think final entry to The Witcher trilogy. Truly beautiful story, fun gameplay. It was so solid. It's such a solid entry. It took me a revisit to really understand how good it was because it kind of was like, it's kind of difficult if you're not if you're not really on your stuff. But Witcher 3 Wild Hunt really knocked it out, ended up taking home so many game of the years. But you also had the release of Rocket League, which was such a simple yet innovative concept, which was just soccer with cars. (laughs) And that took off and still to this day has a large community. We also had Dragon Ball Xenoverse, but there's another Dragon Ball game that kind of, I think, takes the place of the Dragon Ball game. So, but you know, that was at the time we thought it was great. As far as the indie game shout out, I definitely want to shout out uh Broverse, uh, Broforce, which was an indie game side scroller that lets you play as these kind of classic uh these classic like action heroes. 2016 is a wonderful time to be a nerd cuz we got not only Doctor Strange not only Captain America Civil War, not only Rogue One, but we also got Deadpool. But we also did get Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, which, you know, some some people might be into it. Me, not at all. <laughs> uh, we had the Warcraft movie come and go. I mean, it did well in China. I necessarily didn't hate it that much, but that's because I knew enough about the Warcraft lore that... It filled in, but we also had the Assassin's Creed come and flop as well. You know, lots, I think there were lots of hits and misses in 2016. Um, X-Men Apocalypse, (laughs) you know, it really was all, 2016 was one of those where it's all over the place because the highs were high, but the lows definitely were low. I mean, Deadpool, I think is the biggest one to talk about here because like I said, at this point in, in the MCU, 
they're established as hits. Like we know they're going to be good. We know what to expect. We didn't know what to come from Deadpool. There was a lot of fan outcry when people passed on the animatic that was going around online. The fans went crazy. Till this day, we don't know if maybe that was part of the plan. Maybe they leaked it on purpose to see if there was, you know, a want for this. But either way, Ryan Reynolds becomes Deadpool and, you know, not the version that we saw in The Wolverine. Uh, it, it, it truly did show us that not only are we in an era where we can enjoy nerdy comic book movies, but we can make some stuff just for the adults. And Deadpool, we, it was highly anticipated. It came out, did well. And everyone got excited. It truly was uh, a fun time to be a nerd. And thinking back, I was like, yeah, 2016, that was a great year. In video games, we had Titanfall 2, which unfortunately came out during the releases of Battlefield 1 and I think a new Call of Duty and just unfortunately was looked over. It was a solid game until this day. I still, uh, I still, still, still am uh, very angry <laughs> that it didn't get the respect it deserved. But that led to them eventually making the uh, eventually making the the game Apex Legends. So, you know, through the dust and fire, we did get something great. Xenoverse 2 also came out. Uh, so, yeah, so we had the release of Battleborn, Overwatch, and then one other Overwatch-style game that also did not do as well as Overwatch in 2016. And I can't believe we almost missed it. For some reason, whoever made this uh, this release list put some disrespect on Overwatch's name. Uh, but yeah, Overwatch definitely came, uh, came out and crushed. As far as uh, television, I gotta put some respect. My Hero Academia came out, and this was on... Um, April 3rd of 2016, we had My Hero Academia or Boku no Hero, depending on who you're talking about, which, you know, I am late to the game on, but man, oh man, am I loving it now. Speaking of heroes, 2017 was another great year for heroes. Why? Because not only did we get great Marvel movies like Thor Ragnarok, but also we had Wonder Woman, which knocked, which showed us that DC can, in fact, create dope movies you know uh we also had the last jedi which rocked my socks i i was a fan of it once again it's one of those that uh, you know some people hit or miss but we also did have spider-man homecoming which was a big moment because all this time we didn't have any spider-mans no spider-mans but we did see spider-man in civil war and now we got our movie and then uh guardians of the galaxy volume 2 dropped as well all around it was definitely great and of course the second john wick came out which really did heighten from the first John Wick and take us to a whole new level of killing people. <laughs> I guess that's the best one we could say. We also got Logan as well. So not only are we getting good Spider movies, good good DC movies, but finally some good X movies. And once again, it followed the same formula of Deadpool of being like, okay, we're going to uh, take something and uh, – make it we're going to take this comic book property and make it adult and it kind of followed that old man logan style and it really did nail it so good job for them we uh also got the jumanji movie which was a surprise breakout hit and of course if i'm going to talk about john wick too i definitely want to talk about Char charlize theron and atomic blonde which was so solid it was basically lady john wick and i was all for it it was so good i if you haven't seen atomic blonde Definitely check that out because I did. I definitely think it's worth checking out if 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 you're into that. Some flops. We had Dark Tower, um, and uh, Bright. <laughs> oh man, I almost forgot about Bright. There was there was a world I lived in before reading that where I thought where I forgot uh, Bright even existed. But then we also got it as well. So all in all, 2017 was a solid year. 2017 in video games, too, was very interesting because we got uh, Fortnite. Fortnite Battle Royale was dropped, you know, as a fluke alongside, uh, alongside you know, the, the Save the World version, which ended up becoming a huge hit. As far as other video games, you know, we had Le The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild drop, Phenomenal, Horizon Zero Dawn, 
Destiny 2, which ran into the same first year issues as the first uh, Destiny, Hellblade Suna's Sacrifice, which the sequel was just announced at the Video Game Awards a few weeks ago. And uh, we also had uh, the uh, Dishonored DLC, which uh, featured a woman of color, uh, which was cool. You know, so some people are like, oh, if you don't, it's cool to me. Star Wars Battlefront 2 had a shaky release, but now, once again, that's another game that kind of came out now and is pretty solid and worth checking out now because they definitely did a great job of fixing all the issues that people were having with it. We had Red Dead Redemption 2 come out in video games. This is last year now. Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man, the video game. Solid. God of War. Solid. These are all hits. Smash Ultimate. And then, of course, the definitive Dragon Ball Z game, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which, you know, is super fun. You heard me whining about it, but, you know, it's uh, <laughs> there were there were issues. But in the end, I think it's a solid fighter. Flops, Fallout 76. <laughs> you also have Sea of Thieves, which is uh, going pretty strong, too. I mean, I'm not really into it, but I definitely see y'all in the Discord talking about it. So I'm going to shout it out just for y'all. But though, but I think the big the big games worth talking about is going to be Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, and of course for me, Monster Hunter World. As far as movies go, just going to give a moment of silence because on February 16th of 2018, my life changed. Black Panther was released. It was a film that captured my favorite superhero and ran with it and nailed it shout out to ryan coogler shout out to chadwick boseman shout out to everyone making this beautiful thing come to life and i mean 2018 was we got avengers uh infinity war which left everyone just in shambles after the snap we had incredibles 2 come come through we had Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We had Aquaman, which not as bad as people say. Same thing with Venom. Yes, they did blow their load and not, you know, and, and like tease Carnage, even though we kind of saw like a version of Carnage <laughs> in there. And then we had Deadpool 2, you know, so all these things, yet somehow Green Book won. <laughs> I was taking all those things over Green Book winning. Solo came out as well. It was it was truly and we had the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Truly, this was a solid year for nerdy movies. It probably out of all the years that we've talked about beyond like a lot of the kind of intro stuff that came through, I think 2018 might be the most solid year of nerdy movies because it's just like the strong entry of uh, the strong entry of like you know, Black Panther, and you had Aquaman, which isn't that bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all put some respect on Aquaman, Ant Man and the Wasp, you know, and and Avengers: Infinity War, which lobbed everyone up, and then of course into the Spider Verse. Solid, solid. I need everybody to know how solid it was. This year in movies was interesting uh, for. Because we did get Captain Marvel, which was amazing. We got in in game, which was amazing. Far from home, also amazing. You know, unfortunately, we had <laughs> Dark Phoenix, but Shazam also came out this year. Wild. Sorry, I it blows me away that Shazam came out this year it, in April. I we went through the whole. There's move so many movies that came out this year. Detective Pikachu. You know, the Angry Birds 2 movie, which I, w- I will still to this day say was surprisingly extremely funny. Like, I, I challenge you now that it's probably out on video and all that. Check it out. Tell me tell me if I was right. You know, like, do, what do you think? Uh, Lego Movie 2. <sighs> yeah, this was such a solid movie year. Um, just as far as nerdy movies go. But in game, you know, obviously, probably is going to have the crown. I mean, I wouldn't even maybe I wouldn't even get a movie of the year. I maybe I wouldn't, because Far From Home, I think, really did uh, elevate. I mean, in game wrapped it up, but Far From Home, I think, elevated the series to a point that gets me excited for the next one, and I'm glad they worked everything out. But also, we had in video games, Death Stranding, Jedi Fallen Order, Sword and Shield, Borderlands Three, Shinmu. 
like so many solid games. Sekido, Shadows Die Detroit, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out this year. Gears 5. Like so many, we are at the point where like, I think we've caused a snowball of nerdy stuff that so many nerdy things are coming out that it's going to be hard. I think you have to find now apex legends came out this year. You have to find your favorite thing and rock with it because now we're in a wealth of, of delicious nerdy tings. I truly, I I truly am excited, but uh, you know, we're going to take one last break and then when we get back, we'll go through some of the best television of the decade uh, and, um, and, and, and wrap it up. See y'all in a bit. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And welcome back. So we've been going through the best of the decade, but... Man, oh man, we have a whole, we have so much more time to talk about stuff, but we don't have much time left. So I'm going to try and fit as much of the best TV of the decade as I can into this segment, which is Game of Thrones. Even though we didn't like the ending, it was a great ride and great experience. Breaking Bad came out this decade, which was probably the best TV viewing experience I had. Or, yeah. Hold on, let me see. Maybe it ended this up. Yeah. Breaking Bad ended this decade. It started outside in uh, January 20th of 2008, but it ended in 2013, which probably was the best ending of a TV series in quite some time because it's kind of a a lot of people can't uh, dismount, I feel like. Parks and Rec started a little bit outside of the decade, uh, starting in April 9th of 2009, but ended February 24th of 2015, which was one of the greatest comedy television shows, I think, that has been out. We got Rick and Morty this decade. Black Mirror started in 2011. Fargo, True Detective. There was so much. So much. We had The Expanse start. Schitt's Creek. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
These are all phenomenal shows that I can't really get too deep into because I'm just wrapping it up. Mr. Robot, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and, uh, you know, Glee ended in 2015. So, and Bob's Burgers started. There were so many amazing television shows that started in this decade and ended in this decade. Stranger Things. So... That was the best of the decade. I think I got most of it. I'm sure I missed some stuff, but definitely what I want to hear your best of the decade. Uh, just tweet at me. Let's do a um, hashtag for this. Let's say uh, hashtag nerdificent decade, and I'm going to make it harder for you. What do you think is the best nerdy thing that came out this decade? Nerdificent decade. And, uh, you know, at the top of the year, when we get back, we'll read some talk about it for a bit before we jump into the episode but thanks for listening uh it's been super fun i you know we we went through the tv we went through you know there's there's just so we are in probably the golden age of being a nerd because there's so much media coming out for us there was a fun thing piece that came out that said nerds are no longer the underdog and i truly believe it i think there's so much space so like go forth Make nerdy stuff, ingest nerdy stuff, and of course, stop all gatekeepers. Nerddom is for everyone, so always make space for everyone to fit, and if you see anyone trying to exclude anyone, stop it. Like they say in PJ Masks, it's time to be a hero. Step up. Let's get rid of the gatekeepers. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and like I said at the top of the episode, please, please, please head over to tpublic.com forward slash nerdificent and use the code nerdtreat30 to get 30% off your order on tpublic so you can finally treat yourself. This has been an amazing decade. Oh my gosh. I forgot to tell you the most important thing that happened this decade, at least for me. We created Nerdificent. So thanks for coming on for this ride. And like we always say, stay nerdy. Have a wonderful day wonderful Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'll see y'all later. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.